Hey, welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Sherry Miter, and today you're in for a treat. And we're going to divide this up into two episodes because it was so, so much great, deep information. I want you to really take the time to really hear what my new friend Eva had to say. And Eva Palakava, I hope I got her name right there. Let me tell you a little bit about her first. So she is a hands-on executive business coach who helps business owners reverse engineer their goals and map out the exact action steps needed to reach multi-six-figure monthly incomes. Eva teaches from experience, a mompreneur who took her own coaching business from barely making 3 k a month, she was actually about to go get a real job, and struggling to pay bills to a 500 k monthly income within 18 months while multitasking being pregnant and then having her baby girl. Going through a hyper growth as a single mom with a newborn, she had to think outside the box and create strategies that are quite different from anything else out there. And one of the things I loved with the conversation I had with Eva was the fact that she does think outside the box. And she just has that sense of adventure that I have as well and great strategic mind. So Take lots of notes, listen to this two-part series a couple times through because I know I, as I was listening to her talk, there were so many little nuggets that she threw out there, and I really think you can hear something new every time you re-listen. So enjoy this podcast. Again, we're going to divide it into two episodes, so it makes it a little easier for you to comprehend everything she shared. And of course, make sure you check out one of her free virtual retreats. Welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, discover simple success strategies, and set that dream that's buried in your soul free, this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter. I went from building a chimney cleaning business with my husband to ranking in the top 1% as a leader in network marketing to my true calling as a visionary strategist and coach. I'm passionate about helping others navigate the sea of business and life. If you're ready to leave the daily grind behind and discover the joy of entrepreneurship, let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. Welcome, friends, to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter, and today I am going to be chatting with my new friend, Eva Pollock. And I'm probably gonna I'm gonna butcher your last name again. So I'm gonna have you say your last name, Eva, in a minute. But welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to we were just chatting, getting to know each other. And I think this is gonna be a really fun show that who knows what direction we will take. We already kind of went in five different directions, just getting to know each other. So welcome to the show, Eva. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Really, really excited about business scaling all things. Yeah. And tell everybody your full name because I I knew I was going to butcher that. You got it right. It's Eva Palakova. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I do apologize to that. And I also just want to throw this out there to the listeners. If I sound a little funny, yes, I am battling a head cold today, but we are going to muster through this because I'm so excited about this conversation. So Eva, I have been binging on some of the other podcasts you have and some of the other episodes you've been on. And your story is just truly amazing and inspiring. And I would love for you to just take the listeners through, tell us a little bit about 
who you are and how you got here and your your whole backstory and then share where you are today because that's really, really exciting. Sure, of course. So, so, so happy to. So I am a business coach and consultant and I help, you know, coaches and healers and therapists and the like to go kind of in their business from zero to six to multi six and seven figures. And, you know, but first and foremost, I'm a single mama to a 16 month old. And right now we live in Costa Rica. And I will tell you, you know, life is absolutely fabulous as it is right now. (laughs) I could not complain. You know, of course, it says it's ups and downs and running a business. You know, I want to tell you kind of where we're in the business right now. And then, you know, go back (laughs) and share some of the horrors and nightmares and all that. And I really, really believe in transparency because it's not an easy journey for entrepreneurs. So where we're right now, we're, you know, in multiple seven figures, you know, generating somewhere between 300 and 600 K a month in revenue. And, you know, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. We serve a lot of people. We run a year long business incubator and have a lot of clients and we have a staff of 10 team members right now. And so I'm not doing it. I'm not the one doing sales. I'm not the one doing the one-to-one coaching with them. And, you know, when I tell that people, they're like, well, Eva, that's great. But like, I am struggling getting my second and third and fourth and 10th client, right? And it still feels like a fluke, you know, get a client, then whole lot of nothing and then get a next client and whole lot of nothing, right? And so I want to share with you guys what this has been for us. So I basically had to start over from nothing about 19 to 20 months ago, where our revenue was probably between 500 and I want to say $1,500 a month, something like that. And before that, I was doing a lot of speaking, right? This is pre-COVID. I was living kind of out of Boulder, but I also had an RV. So I would grab it, drive around the country, schedule the speaking engagements for women's organizations and do a talk, get people in a consult, convert them to a private coaching client. And that was fabulous. I wasn't making a lot of money. It was maybe 5K, 10K a month. You know, for me at the time, that was huge, you know, but it was kind of inconsistent. You know, it was charging maybe like, six or seven K for six month program, something like that. can't remember exactly, but that's where I was. And life was amazing. And I was also living and traveling with my partner at the time. We were writing books together. We were doing some of the coaching together and it was just absolutely fabulous. And it was the most amazing time of my life. Right. I'm like, okay, I could keep this going forever, you know, cause I really love traveling like you, Sherry. I really love adventures, you know, and that's what, that's what business is for is to allow us to, to live the lifestyle that we like. And it was all wonderful. You know, I was in love and everything was great. And, and then I got pregnant and that was on July 1st. I found out on July 1st, 2019. And the partner that I was with poofed into nothing, literally left three days later and left the country, flew to Japan, moved. And then two weeks later, literally blocked me in all social media. And that began biggest nightmare of my life. And I should have been happy and I'm pregnant, which is what I've been trying to accomplish for the previous 10 years. But 
if any of the listeners here like had a difficult pregnancy, you know, the first trimester where you're puking and you feel sick. And on top of that, I was dealing with the biggest heartbreak of life. And on top of that, I was so sick. I could not drive to any of the speaking engagements. Neither did I have the energy to deliver them. Right. So I had to go and literally cancel all the remaining speaking engagements, which was about 30 or 35 for the rest of 2019. I had very little experience building a business online. I had never gone live. I've never been on a podcast. I did not have a podcast. Like this like online thing just like wasn't a thing for me, right? I was used to live audience where you can see people, you can kind of interact and they nod and you feel good, you know, but this online thing, it just wasn't, uh, it was just not a strength of mind whatsoever, right? But I had to cancel all these speaking engagements. I moved to a small town in Colorado called Pueblo, which I didn't know anybody. And don't ask me why I moved there. It was one of those decisions. You should not make any decisions in a first trimester. But anyway, here I was, and I was trying to start my business online and went through all the mistakes that I tell our entrepreneurs not to make. Right. So I thought I'm going to build a course and sell it. You know, I'm going to do the low ticket. I'm going to sell the $57 course or the $400 course and did all those things, build up these amazing courses and landing pages. And then did the Facebook ads, tons of content. I was very depressed, but I was still like, oh man, I got to make money because I have a family to feed now. So I was working a lot. I was working probably 70 or 80 hour work weeks, building all these monster, beautiful, you know, landing pages and funnels. And guess how many people bought my course? It was two. <laughs> two. <laughs> and one of them was a dear friend of mine who is now my daughter's godmother. Okay. So it wasn't a real wasn't a real thing. And that was two or three months of work going into it, like intense 80 hour work weeks. And that was, I was honestly, I said to myself, if my bank account balance goes below hundred thousand or below 10,000, excuse me, I am going to need to go get a job. And at that point I was down to about 3000 on my account. And I said, I have to go get a job. And then I thought to myself, you know, if I can figure it out, if I can't figure it out, who will? I'm a single mom to be. And I need to make sure that I took this as a challenge. You know, I said like, okay, if I can figure it out, maybe other people can follow. So I went back to the drawing board and I said, okay, there's the things that worked in the offline space. And those are the same exact things that need to be translated to the online space. And they had to do with delivering unbelievable content, connecting with people, serving them at a deeper level, and really giving them my best before I expect them to become a client. Does that make sense? And so I developed a strategy, which we now call the serve method that we use for scaling. And at the core of it, there is a few things at the core of it. One of them is running seven-day virtual retreats on Zoom that we do for free. 
where we give people the world, we literally like blow their minds and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, and they get so much out of that, that they're like, okay, I also want to work with you because I see, I want to see what's, what's next. And, and many people don't, and some of them do. And the second thing I realized, you know, Sherry, one-to-one coaching, I realized for a single mom, that wasn't going to work because there's only so much one-to-one that I could do. And having a baby of my own without any support at all, right? And I had to make money, had to keep working. I didn't have any money saved up for maternity leave. So I said, okay, what is the most sustainable way that I can serve people at a deep, deep level and give them absolute miraculous breakthroughs, but do it in, you know, at the time, five hours a week or less, right? That's when we, you know, made building a hybrid program part of the serve strategy, Right. And there are a few things doing it with a team, which is really, really, really important for anybody who is busy having a team that helps you with the coaching and the sales and they're accountable for profitability and they're driving the profitability in the business. That was one of the uh, building blocks of this. So we started with the virtual retreats, you know, and we had a few different iterations of that. First, it was like Facebook challenges and didn't work so well because we didn't quite have the connections that you can have in Zoom. And the first retreat, I think, the first event that we did was about 3,000 in revenue. I was like, yeah, you know, it could be better. I wasn't thrilled with it because, you know, of course, I'm a business coach, right? So I was a little embarrassed by the results. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to go through the next spaghetti in the wall and, and do the next thing and go on the next platform and Twitter and whatever else. I know that this can work. I just need like a little bit more of scale, more people watching, more people attending. And I need to develop myself as a speaker and a teacher that can really make a difference with people. Because too many times you see people kind of like doing one thing and it doesn't work. They abandon it, do the next thing instead of building the skill that they need to actually you know, get the result and make a difference for people that you're teaching. So we did the next retreat that was about 21,000 in revenue. Then we did the next one. It was about 42K. I was thrilled. You have no idea how thrilled I was. This was Lexi being about three months old at that point, right? And that was like, wow, like, you know, I can provide for my daughter, you know, holy cow. And I can pay my VA and I can start thinking about building a team. Then we did the next one. It was 84. Then we did the next one. It was about 125, and then 250. And then, you know, our biggest one so far, we kind of went like that, like making increments each time. Our biggest one has been about 560K in a, in a single retreat, right? And we had a couple dips or plateaus in between, but it has been absolutely miraculous. And I cannot even tell you how fulfilling that is because in these retreats, I get to show up. I get to serve people at a deep, deep level, really give them magic. And, you know, right around day three or four, they're like, oh, how do we work with you? You know, so it's it's like this beautiful process where we like take them from there on a year long journey and and they're scaling their businesses very quickly, following kind of the same methods that we're doing and we're teaching and we're giving it all to them. So that's kind of the system. And, and you know, and I will tell you, too. Uh, you know, like, how the heck do you do all that? You know, how the heck do you do these retreats and serve so many people because you're a single mom? And honestly, it has been, there's times where I've worked hard for sure. And I've had to deal with my addiction to work too, because I really, really love what I do. But when Lexi was about 
a month old. We actually took the RV. We weren't around the country. That was already in COVID. This was in March, 2020. And that's all we could do, like take the RV and go, you know, <laughs> go to national parks because that was the safe thing to do. And we went to Yellowstone. Nobody was there. It was amazing. We went to Yosemite. We went to Glacier National Park. We went to Sedona. We went to Joshua Tree. And I was running my business in about four to five hours a day. You know, her nap time, I was working, I was talking to people, I was doing sales calls, I was coaching people, all the things, you know, getting ready for my retreats. And so we got to, you know, we got to do it in integrity and in alignment. And, you know, that is something that I'm so, so, so proud of. And, and I really want to share this with people out there. You know, it doesn't have to be 80 hour work week. You don't have to know all the technology, but you do have to show up and you do have to serve and you do have to be visible, right? And you have to teach like nobody's business. And that is the scariest thing for people. And that's why don't, they don't do it, right? Wow. So you just unpacked so much stuff, Eva. <laughs> I want to kind of go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, key points. And I want to make sure that the listeners heard some key things in your story. One is when you were at that lowest point of like, I'm pregnant, I'm sick. And I totally, I've had three I have three, well, they're grown sons now, but my first two totally stick through the whole time. So I can so relate to that. You know, you're the father of the baby left, you know, all these things, it would have been so easy to go back, to just go back to status quo, to go back what is normal for most people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in air quotes there, but you didn't, you followed your dream, you followed your heart, you followed your gut. And Any advice for that, for somebody that's feeling like, because I know, especially this past year has been such a challenge for people. And and some of the community I talked to just like, you know, they feel like they, all the shoulds, you know, there's all the shoulds we, we should be doing this, or I should do that. Any tip for somebody that's on that fence of like, I know I should do this. This is what society's telling me to do, but I really want to do this. Mm. How do you get the guts? How do you make that determination that to follow that, that gut dream? Yeah, this is, this is such a good question, Sherry. And it, that wasn't easy for me. There was a night where I remember waking up and it was not just because I had to pee because I had to pee every hour and a <laughs> half, but I literally like went on indeed.com, which is like a job platform. And I applied to 130 jobs, right? And that was like one of like, what am I doing? You know? And then I went looking for the government support. I had so little money. I, I said, I'm going to apply for a WIC, which is like a support for pregnant mamas. Right. And I was standing there in a line for like two hours and then, you know, all the screening and testing and whatever. And it was like, at the end of that, I got like a little visa card, but $20 to buy some quote unquote healthy stuff. And, that was like, you know, that was my WTF moment. Like, what am I doing here? You know, and it's not an easy decision. You, it takes extreme, extreme courage to do that. And I think this is especially difficult for parents because it, at the time I was like, this has got to be the most irresponsible thing to know, not go get that job. How in a world do I know that I will be able to provide for my daughter. But then when I looked back, right, in my life, 
there's some struggles that I've had before. I've owned, I owned restaurants before, one that succeeded, one that went out of business. And I think for everybody who's listening to this, you want to go back to your life and you want to ask yourself, was there ever a moment when I did not have what I need? You always had what you needed, maybe not what you wanted, but you always provided for in some shape or form. Sometimes it doesn't look like the way you would want it to, but you always provide it for, right? Things always kind of seem to work out and you have a choice to make. Like either you're going to uh, do the safe thing, right? Or you're going to take the punch and fight like hell to get there, right? Fight like hell. And the other thing that I did you know, I with very little money on my account, I actually applied for three credit cards and hired a team of coaches, <laughs> which is another extremely super stupid thing to do, right? Like I didn't have money to buy a stroller. I was, you know, relying on a baby shower and I went and hired coaches because I knew that everything is in the head. Everything is mindset. Everything is, you know, how we show up. And I really wanted to make sure that I wasn't operating from a place of scarcity and financial fears and all those things. And that was the scariest thing, scariest, scariest investment that I've made in my life. And oh my gosh, I never looked back. That was the, one of the best decisions that I've made in my life. And I continue to do that. I continue to invest in myself and I up it and up it and up it right now. I'm investing about 130,000 a year, which is insane. You told me that, 20 months ago, I'm like, are you crazy? Impossible. But that is what it takes, right? So we need to say yes to ourselves. Sometimes it's extremely scary. It was extremely scary for me. But in the end, like, you know, there's one thing, you know, there's things that we do want to model for our kids, right? And this is what I tell my clients. You know, the feeling alive isn't not in a zone of comfort. It is when you're really walking through the fire of your own discomfort, not knowing you have no guarantees in business. You're never going to know, is this going to work out or is this going to be another near bankruptcy or filing for bankruptcy? Because there's lots of people who have failed in the past, right? And you have all the evidence of how stuff hasn't worked out in the past, right? But you still if you want to live, like truly live, you have to be willing to walk through all the evidence and do it anyway, as scary as it is, right? And I'm not saying make stupid risks, right? Make calculated risks. Do get the support. Don't just quit your job and be like, I don't know what I'm going to do next, you know? Like, make sure it's heading somewhere and you, you have a goal in mind. This is how many months that I'm going to take to replace my income or whatever you have, but go do it because the reward, the life that, that Lexi and I live here in Costa Rica is absolutely miraculous. It is, I cannot even compare, you know, going back 20 months ago, what was going to happen. I was going to be the statistic, right? I was going for the WIC support, aka food stamps, right? I was going to be the single mom with the job. I already had the daycare picked up, which is kind of horrible. You know, there's like six babies, screaming babies on one person. And, you know, that was going to be the future. I already put the de deposit down for that, right? That was going to be the future, right? The stressed out, overworked, underslept, you know, mom, and it's up for you to say, uh-uh, I don't want that. 
I'm going to invent something totally different and I'm going to play by my own rules and I'm going to create a life that is abundant, that is beautiful. I'm going to live where I want, when I'm going to work with the people that I want to work with. It's going to be lots of time with my kids, time for travel, time for spiritual transformation, which is another thing that is so near and dear to my heart. And I think that should be part of everybody's, you know, everybody's intention and, and schedule should be their own spiritual transformation. You know, so I make plenty of time for that too. I love all that. And it's so true. It's like stepping away and just cre- creating what you really want. And the one thing as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking it's also too about making sure that you surround yourself with others who were doing that. And yeah. it is like you did the investing in the coach or yeah. tapping into other people who aren't doing the status quo, because we do become like the five people we hang around <laughs> so true, or whatever. And you may not even be in their space physically, but, you know, virtually that when you see others do this, it gives you permission to do the same. So Mm -hmm. to you for stepping out of that safe place (laughs) and into the scary and look at the life you created. Okay, friends, we are going to stop the podcast here. And I know you're just getting into it. But stay tuned for part two of this series where Ava goes into her serve method and what that means. And we get into a little bit about her retreat. So make sure you come back to the podcast for part two with our discussion with Ava as she shares her serve method and how you can take the same idea that she shares and start using it in your own business and leadership skills. And we'll catch you back for part two of this interview. Hey friends, thanks as always for listening to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I really do appreciate your time and for you being here. And a few quick things before you do go. Number one, if you haven't yet, can you leave a review if you find these shows valuable? Reviews really do matter to iTunes and to others so that they know this episode or this podcast is worth taking the time to listen to out of the millions of podcasts out there. And you never know, I might just read your review on a future episode. Number two, make sure to hit that subscribe button so that you can be one of the first to know when a new episode downloads. And three, if you've been enjoying this series on the Clifton Strengths 34, this is a huge one. Can you take a screenshot, post that picture on your Instagram or Facebook account, make sure you tag me in it and let me know why you loved that episode and what you're enjoying about the series. And of course, if you've done the Clifton Strengths Assessment, make sure to include your top five. And number four, and the last thing, if you take your assessment and you feel a little stuck and you're like, I don't even know what to do with this information right now please feel free to reach out to me. I'm available on email and of course, the DMs and Facebook and Instagram. And I would love to talk you through how to really tap into your talents so you can turn them into your superpowers and your strengths. Thanks again for listening to the show.